0: That's <laughs> what <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> it's not a bad here. No, I'm just the we to
0: Forgive me a come short. of
2: Welcome everybody out to the house of the Lord this morning. It sure is very good to be here. Thank you, everybody, on oh, the men, including myself. thank you, Lord. God's been good to us. Another day. With his kindness and mercy that He bestows on us. I was thinking about this the other day. I was down at work and began to think about my prayer life, and I thought, you know, Lord, I need to talk to you more than I do yeah. and then kind of came to my mind I thought I'm always talking to you and I always ask a new question and I always discuss things with you I thought well you know lord I, I guess I do depend on you more than what I thought of you, because I'm constantly <coughs> thinking about the church or yeah. what I he's got on my heart to do or mm-hmm. my family or if someone's lost or if someone yeah. is sick and I'm to bring somebody by my way and just trouble my heart and yeah. I'll just stop where I'm at and pray about it and keep going and doing what I'm doing and I might need help with whatever I need help with. and He's right there, ever-present. And that's a peace that passes all understanding so I never could put in words or could never buy because <coughs> of what he's done. But I'm thankful he's that way. I'm thankful that... Uh, he's there when we need it he gave me a thought the other day and uh, uh, actually where i needed to go a lot of times i look up references and things and have to go back and forth and back and forth and and where he settles me up sometimes but this time he kind of gave me some specifics of what i need to do and uh, i'm thankful it's that way uh, he is uh so handy yeah, i see I'll give you the thought that he gave me. Probably unusual, which is typically speaking for me, it's always unusual. Uh, <clears throat> the thought he gave me was can you pass the water test? Same would be unusual. Can you pass the water test? And then he sent me over into the book of Matthew. 14th chapter, 22nd verse. Now you got to remember this. Can you pass the water test? 14th chapter, book of Matthew, 22nd verse, starts this way. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and go before him under the other side while he sent the multitude away. There's a purpose in what he was doing, and he had a reason for what he was doing. We'll read a little more. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up in the mountain part to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves for the wind was contrary so here we have a situation where the Lord was with the disciples and he sent them away for a purpose that he could go and pray and talk to His father about some things and mm-hmm. things need to be done and then while they were out of his presence things got a little scary it's true Did you
0: catch
2: that? While he was gone away to take care of something, things got a little scary. You ever had that happen in your lives? I have. 25th verse. And in the fourth watch of the night. That's about, my reference is about 3 to 6 o'clock in the morning that's the last watch. Jesus went unto them walking on the sea if someone could heal the blind the lame, the sick and do all the things he did why would you be amazed that he could walk on water and when when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying is the spirit and they crowd out in tears. but straightway Jesus spake unto them saying be a good spirit it is I be not is it not most wonderful that you have a savior that would say that to you be you know, It's just me. It's just me. Now, here's where we get to the water. And here's where the thought comes from. Can you pass the water test? And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee in the Lord. Faith first promise. You're in that place where God sent you and got you doing something and you're trusting him completely and you're going, Lord, if it see just let me go. Give me the strength, give me the power, give me the courage to be able to do it. Give me what I need for the journey. And he'll do that. Yes. It's true do you know who the weaker vessel is don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he said come come on you got the faith yes. <clears throat> you've asked it. Yep. come on you got something to do come on mm-hmm. and when Peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water Go Jesus. that faith. So walk, walking on the water, of faith, looking this had his eyes on the Lord. But then he did something that we often do. We don't mean to, but we did. Get in his flesh, forget how big God is, and remember how little we are. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, Lord, save me. So he saw all the stuff around him. He fell the water test. Because his faith in the Lord was hindered by things around him. And he took his eyes off the Lord. Now apply that to your spiritual and how things can go in your life. You take your eyes off the Lord and look at the storm around you and things going on around you and worry about what everybody's doing and don't have the faith that God can fix. See, he lost in just a few feet, he lost his faith. Mm -hmm. He began to worry about what was going on out in the world instead of looking on the Lord, because the Lord never sunk a bit. But did you see what happened when he cried out? Was there a hesitation in the Lord helping? No. It says the word immediately. 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 Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. And then he reminded him of something. Said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Because he looked on what was around him. You find yourself there being careful. Seeing what's going on, you can't handle it, you don't know what to do. God knows what to do. We don't know how to figure it out. And you sit down and worry and trouble and pull your hair out and everything else, worry about something that you can't change anybody. No. No. Trust the Lord yes. go on. Amen. It's
0: true.
2: See, he can take care of all things. Yes. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing that I've seen in this, this is the last part of this right here, When he says this. And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Have you heard the word? You must abide in the ship. See, he thought. He thought he was strong in the Lord, and he could go out there where he's at if he let him, and he did. But then he seen where he was at as he began to sink and it began to swallow him up, and he began to look at what's going on in the world and what's going on around him and what he could see with his natural eyes. He neglected to look through the spiritualized out and when they were coming to the ship the wind ceased there was peace, it was calm when the Lord gets there on the scene there is peace there is calm but we've got to have he says oh little, oh thou of little faith wherefore didst thou doubt me. how many times have you been in those ships how many times have you doubted what the Lord could do because you've seen a problem that was just too big. Ain't nothing God can fix. True. If we have faith, I've heard it said before, as your faith is, so be it unto you. Believe God can do it, it'll happen. If you don't, don't look for him to come on the same, because you doubt and Sunk you up. And there you are. So he sent me way on back over here. And we're still talking about the water test. Except we're going to talk about somebody else that not only challenged the water test, but came through with flying colors. Because of his faith. I'll read you one thing. going to in First Kings 18th chapter. Twenty-first verse. It says this: And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? We're <coughs> still in the water, ain't we? I'm about to be in a big bunch of water, in the minute. So how are we doing on the water test? Why halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, to follow Him. If Baal, then follow him. Yeah. And the people answered him not a word. As we sit there in silence and our doubt. Looking at the storm runs. So as as we know where we're at with this, this is when Elijah was praying. And they had the altar and they were crying out to Baal. And they had a little contest there about whose God was going to be Lord. And they cried and cried and cut themselves and pleaded and carried on, trying to praise their God of no avail. And Elijah said this to them said, It came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he's taking, talking, or pursuing, or he is pursuing. Or he's on a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth, and must be awakened. That's what Elijah said about their God. Then you go on down here in the thirty-second verse. Again, we're in the eighteenth chapter of 1 Kings. I think we must start in the thirtieth verse here. And Elijah said unto all the people, "Come near unto me." And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down it is important yes. in your spiritual life as the winds and seas get both around you and you begin to uh, lose your faith that you repair your offering and get that faith back strong again yes. to look into the one the offering finisher of your faith that can do all things fix all things, help with all things. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of tribes of the sons of Jacob, whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar as it was a great as it would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order. And he cut the bullocks in pieces and laid them on the wood and said, fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice in the wood. And he said, do it a second time. And they did the second time. And he said, Do it a third time, and they did the third time, and the water ran about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening of sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, out of Israel, and of Israel let it be known this day thou art God in Israel that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things as thy word hear me O Lord hear me that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their hearts back again Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the altar that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord is God. He is the God. The Lord, He is the God. (laughs) So Elijah's faith and God caused the altar to be burnt God did that, God did all those things for him through his faith he simply answered the request because he was saying that is what I would say is for the people around me that are looking upon to know that you're God and you're my God And this is what my God can do. He passed the water test. So how are we, again, at the water test? So we have one example that God gave me about somebody who stepped out on the water and began to look around at the world and the storms around them. And then another one that said, just bring it up. So whose faith do you think got on? Even though he reached forth and grabbed Peter he knew that he doubted. He knew he, he was weak in his faith and he did not pass what God gave him. He was a warning. But Elijah said don't just pour four barrels on there, Pour it twice. Go the third time do it the third time. After that." cried the bell all day and kept himself and done everything they could do to try to get him and then he just mocked him and God came through with shining colors as he, his faith was because he believed that God would take care of this and that God's name would be lifted up and he would shine through this but even on the side with Peter God's name still was lifted up because he reached down and got him immediately So, either way, if you'll look to the Lord, you'll find
0: it.
2: Whether you're on the mountain where you feel like you can do anything there is to be done and say anything and God will be with you the whole time and everything's good to go, or you're on the side where the storms are raging and you just don't know how it's going to go, and your faith is weak, immediately put them on the sand. As immediately as he came on the scene when Elijah prayed. this two completely different ends of the Bible. Two completely ends of what God gave me. And then he let me see something of the night. And I was a man. I love how the Lord works. Bless you. And how he gives you stuff. And how it but as you see in the picture that he's painting through his precious word, that either way, God can be there for you. Again, whether you're on the mountain or you're in the mountain? sometimes in the valley you can listen a little more than you true. do when you're on the mountain. I don't know about you, but I do. But he sends something my way, and it comes from a very unusual spot, and it's a f- very few words. I'm going to read it to you. You're going to find it in the fourth chapter of book of Matthew. And the Lord's getting tempted by Satan. And I've seen something, and it's been said. I've heard it said. I've heard it quoted many million times. But I've never heard it in this manner. So when God gave this to me, I was so thankful. And I simply sit there just for a minute I thought just shut he my head I said my, my, how wonderful that you could put this together I said 4th chapter 4th verse says but he answered and said <coughs> it is written it is written think about that I want you to listen to what it says man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God now turn that around a little bit I want you to listen to what God gave me every word out of the mouth of God was written down for us so when you're reading this God let someone write this down so you would know So he will talk to you right here. That is the exact reason why Satan keeps us so busy we can't sit down and read and say Because they don't want us to talk to God. And they know if we open this and we sit down and look at it that God but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God is written down. So it says it's, it's written. It is written. You don't have to die. But we serve a Savior that will give you the words of encouragement to you. If the storms are raging, He'll give you the words of encouragement instantly to help you. If you're on the mountain and you feel like you can do anything, He will let you see His glory right before your eyes, a thing that you never thought. That it Never thought it happen right before your eyes. And it may be that he has to reach down instantly and get you to keep you from sinking. Either way, he'll get the glory. Yes, that's right. Either way, the people around you will see what a wonderful yes. Savior yes. is yours. Yes. But it might even encourage someone to say, hey. Wish I had a God like that. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then I saw something else. If we was to put this offer on the Facebook Yard sale today, we'd have to put low mileage one on. Is that not the truth? I thought about that. I was studying and reading this and God said that I thought, what? Okay. Low mileage, one on. So we have a direct line to the source that God has Amen. put in this place that has been proven time and time again that you can get help. From. True. So if the storm's raging and you don't know what to do, you don't know which way to go, there it is. But us in this place, I'm not talking to any gap or buying and fork anybody, I'm talking to Mountain if we was to put that on Facebook yard so there, it'd be low mileage one on shame on us shame on me we don't use it like we ought to it's true and in, in, in essence we're teaching our children they don't need you so when the storms are raging and we're looking to the Lord where are we going? I got there to read another post or something to see. Maybe have some, got something to say that might help you a little bit instead of going to the original source. The one who has proven time and time again that it is written. So our help should come here. Our strength should come here. But again, we're just like we all said and there is no absolute contrary to anybody's belief or anybody who wants to tell you any differently, I will tell you an official truth. There is no shame in using that. Right. Right. However, there is shame in not using it. Yeah. Right.
3: Right.
2: So therefore, where do we get our franken help from? I know you have your personal time and pray, and you'll tell yourself that I'll I'll wait, I'll pray when I get home.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I'll go ahead and laugh now because yeah. I probably said that a million times in my head. And did I do it? No. Did I attempt to do it? No. Did I follow through with it? No. Was there any help there? No. So the storm was raging around me. I'm stirring around, and I'm afraid. I know nothing about it. Raise that rug up, sweep it under there. Directly we'll just trip over that and be broke down. Yes, Next thing you know, there you lay. Yeah. Yeah. And think, wow, I wish it that. Uh, I'd follow what God was to do. Because what happens is, see, that's a trick. The devil sins that way. That make you feel like you feel bad because you have to go pray. But have you ever noticed in times past that you've seen... Someone come pray, and God gives them something to do. There's something troubling their heart, and they need help. Yes. And then are at this. lost, they beside them. Someone else beside them, somebody else in the pool, getting help. So, whatever, they got some help, I'm going to go get mine. You find yourself in that place so easily. Oh, I'll just, I'll just sneak away over and get home. I'll tell you, you won't. You think you might, but you won't. It's So how, if it's written, that he'll help you when the storms start raging. If it's written that he'll help you when you ask him to show the world who he is in your life. See, we already know who, we already know about the, the fire and the water and all that stuff. We already know all about that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about our walk with God. Which way are we going? God sent that for His glory because Elijah asked Him. He wanted to show them that His God was God. And their God failed. That's what we as Christians are supposed to be saying by our daily walk. A lot of times we forget that when the storm starts raging and your faith gets a little weak and you begin to sink. And you say, I'll catch it later. Later But well, then you're weak again. You're wicked than you were before. And you catch yourself and you're not nowhere near God who wants you to be. I don't know if you've ever got exactly where God wants you to be. I have never. I've never got close as you can be as close to him as you want to. But I've not got as close to him as I want to. And that's what I was thinking about my spiritual life, about my praying and stuff, and I thought, Well I don't I don't think I pray enough. Maybe that I need to pray some more. And here I am in the middle of the day with 20 people around me, and I'm conversating with the Lord about my prayer life. I thought, He said, Hang on a second. He said, Through the whole day, all the time, when you get up, or you put your feet on the floor, you start talking to me, He said, We've talked all day. Just think about that for a second. You find yourself, you've depended on Him all day. And instantly, He helped you. You've heard me say before. I've had conversations with people that I work with. And I tell them the same thing all the time. Say, well, I'm not answering you right now. I'm going to pray about it. And I'll answer you. And I find my little place I've got to work. I pray. And I come back to get things. And they'll say, okay. But if I answered it myself, it wouldn't have been a good day. But I waited. See, a lot of times, as you walk through life, as you go through your daily walk you'll find yourself at either place but can you pass some water do you have the faith to walk on the water or do you have the faith that the altar could be consumed by fire after they dumped 12 barrels I think, of water on it? and they prayed on all day long and had all kinds of stuff going on couldn't get nothing to happen and if, basically if you know water and wood don't work it won't ignite. It ain't happening. Yeah. God worked that out yeah. in just a minute through his faith. Yeah. Does he believe God can do it?
0: Yes,
2: But again, if you read on through a little more in that chapter right there, you'll find a few minutes from him. He's hiding in a cave. So the storm got deep. That's got true. big. God was big over here. And then a few minutes later, he heard somebody say something. Makes him know he's running. That's true. But do you remember when he had his head on the pillow and he was asleep and the angel woke him up? He said, eat and drink. The journey is great. You'll need to
3: strength.
2: I'll wake you up. i just you know the journey is going to be tough. you are got to settle down. you got to let me reach down and get you. Put it back up. Brush you off and fix you. And get you where I need you. And you got to go work. You've got to go to work. There's people standing around looking at you, seeing where your God is. You to show them, I show up in fire. I show up when the storm breaks. I show up to help you with the... And when they enter the ship, the winds cease. So when you get in Him, there's no storm. When you get in Him, things are broken up, taken care of when you get in him the world sees it and cannot deny it and all you have is peace while they're stomping around and raging and busting and carrying on I reached front of my phone and turns up a little back you don't want from to hear God for me they will come to my office they know that they know that another good I've done with the storm raging around me and I'm trying to keep my eyes focused on him and the work I've got at hand I've got to do things that I've got to do that has to happen as to make a living for my family but if you ain't careful they'll get in the way too so when the storms come you find yourself in the wrong place and you find yourself not answering the fruit. But when you get in him, the storms cease. When you get in the boat, when they got in the ship, the storms cease. Is it not a comfort? It should comfort your heart to know that you have a Savior that goes to stand. It is who wrote it? Who suggested that you write it? They write. God suggested that you write Why? Because today, He knew that we would need to hear from Him out of this. Not some made-up pamphlet or not some kind of made-up book or story or whatever you want to tell you or bring you some kind of drama or anything like that. What we need to hear from is amen. What you need to seek is when that storm raises, see him. You need to look towards him. And if you look here, you'll find him. And again, I've said before. Light on. Light off. You carry that where you go. It ain't gonna hit the bit. Says it here, set there, and then somebody's gotta do that. i am dust off Light on. And that's exactly where the devil wants us sit down and don't even narrow up and don't even look at it. get busy doing this and busy doing that busy doing the other and gotta go here and gotta go there and gotta go back over there and back over here and back there and back there and then you fail to listen to him case. it's so easy <clears throat> for <throat> everyone to neglect that and yeah. know it's true and know there's truth in it but there's more in it than what you could ever imagine who would know that I'm um, just a few chapters in the Old Testament and way few chapters in the New Testament. And God will tie both of those together and then let me say something about writing it down. That is so important to me. This written Word is so important because it is so helpful. I've proved it time and time again that it's helpful to me and my heart. But if I neglect to do this and see what God has to say. Because He wants to tell you something. Because He wrote it down. So you know. Very important that he wrote it down. So he inspired men, God inspired men to write this down so we know. And for us to use it every day. And as he wrote it down, it's so deep. He'll open things up and you start seeing things. Yeah. Up. You know, I was walking down the hallway and he gave me that. And he passed the word and then I already knew before I opened the door to go back in the <clears> room <throat> that exactly where I need to go. I had this time. Because they already get to me. So we have two completely opposite ends of someone who's the, the water has played a big part in what God is doing. But the bottom line, the end of it is, when they got back in the ship, the storm ceased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How important is that in your life? Just on yourself. In other words, God took care of it. Either way, God took care of it. Either way, God took care of it. Either way. He is just that one of Just that
0: one.
2: Of That's a little lesson. I appreciate it. I appreciate you very, very much. Putting up with me. Thank the Lord for his help and his word. If I get anything. (coughs) I appreciate you, Marty.
3: I appreciate the the message. I felt like this quite good. But I'm so glad to know that we've got a Lord that reached out and gives us a blessing. That's true. I'm thankful for (coughs) that. Immediately.
2: Yes. With no hesitation. Immediately. it.
3: That's a wonderful lesson. I appreciate it so much. And you um, you talking about praying and using the altar. And if we don't use it, will our kids use it? And uh, just this week, I was thinking about a revival we went to one time. And Kayla and Eddie, I think Eddie was holding the revival. And we got outside, and Kayla said, That just blessed me so much. And there was a man who went to the altar. She said, I've never seen anybody that old use the altar, that room with my, in my head. And I thought, you know, I don't want to be that person. Right. Well, I want to be the person when I'm 70, when I'm 80, when I'm 60, whatever old I am. I want the young people to see that it still works. Yeah, it right. still works. Yes. A wonderful, wonderful lesson. And I appreciate it. Right. Prayer still works. <clears throat> Faith still works. Yes. I appreciate it. They don't use it enough, and I don't. <clears throat> I remember when I was young, I felt like I used it all the time. Then the devil catches you, know, was, you know, you're trying to get it of somebody's face because you're doing something wrong, or because you know, Sometimes you just need to thank the Lord. Sometimes you do. You just need to have that that hedge around you see, so you can yes. let Him just get in there real deep and see your heart and feel little distractions. Yeah. Yeah. 'Cause you know it's hard to draw your mind away from praying when you hear it, nothing you hear around you is praying. Yes. You know, if that's all you hear, it's a prayer. Yeah. It does it, it encourages me when I'm on the altar. When I hear, I can't just hear the and feel the spirit around me. Yeah. You know, it's on so TV, it's on the radio, it's on the dog. Or again, it's not, you know the phone going off. But it's it's true Christian love around yeah, you. That is helping you to get through the mood. And then, of course, when you're on top, you think, well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to read, and I'm going to do that, and I've done that, I and mean, how many times? I'll start off with great for about a week or But then I get to feeling good about myself, I'm like, well, I feel so much closer. It won't hurt to miss one day. Or I'll just read for 20 minutes, I don't have time for that. And it's so easy. Yeah i want to make a change in that my follow-through is poor, right? poor or anybody that knows you have the best intentions and my follow-through is off but i don't want any better i appreciate you
2: appreciate you yeah. appreciate that when you got back in the ship the storm ceased and he got in the ship the storm ceased so that's what he waits on us it's, it's all nice, raging around us yeah. the world's beating around on us and as you get back out there it's going to be beating around you whatever you trying to talk to me but he said Check in the ship yeah. and when did, the storm ceased They still travel around in the storm it's still around you but you got the peace Everybody around you is looking at it. Wondering what wor- in the world, where in the world did you get that? You're to ask. a little lesson.